Hi everyone, I'm Brune Smith and this is my podcast. Hello everybody, welcome back to the podcast for people who feel things differently. This episode is about grief, quite a taboo subject that leaves many people, including myself, often feeling alone in our experience. By the way, have you seen the movie Good Grief by and with Dan Levy on Netflix? It's so beautiful and it is oddly a feel-good movie. I watched it twice. I love Dan Levy so much, not just because he's from Toronto. He is a genius and I also appreciated that his movie is an hour and 40 minutes, which is the maximum length that all movies should be. Is this me stalling because grief is a heavy subject? Maybe. All right, so a few months ago, a friend of mine told me something that made me feel better and less alone in my grief. So I want to share that story with you today. I lost my sister eight years ago, unexpectedly. She took her own life. I will do an episode on the specificity of loss by suicide But in this episode, I'd like to focus on the broader subject of grief. As a society, we don't really know how to hold space for it. People are often uncomfortable around the subject. I know I certainly was before I had to deal with it myself. And I have to say, it's been especially the case um, since I came back to Europe two years ago, Uh, after a few years in Canada, that people seem very uncomfortable. Uh, I really didn't feel that way in Canada. And as a result of people lowering their gaze or averting their eyes when I mentioned in passing that I lost my sister, I'm like, okay, cool, I guess I won't talk about it then. Luckily, I have some amazing friends who I can call and talk to about it. But in my day-to-day here in Brussels, I do feel like I have to silence that part of my life. And it fucking sucks. Excuse my French. Beyond the fact that the subject makes a lot of people uncomfortable, people seem also to assume that enough time has gone by and that grief is no longer something I'm dealing with. I think I also thought that before I lost my sister because I was seeing people who had lost someone a few years prior uh, and I would see them live wonderful things and seem like they had healed and moved on, so to speak. But of course, it was just that they didn't talk about it. And I think I've internalized that very skewed view of grief. First, that grief means you can't have wonderful things in your life. Uh, I, I do have wonderful things in my life and I'm grateful for a lot of things, but it, it's just two different things. And also this idea that there's an acceptable grieving period and that after that, you're just not trying hard enough. That's awful. I'm really sorry that I ever thought that. But again, they don't teach grief in school. They should. 
So a few months ago, I really struggled. I was in a deep well of sadness and confusion. It was a few weeks after the anniversary of my sister's death. Anniversaries are tough, man. Uh, and that period every year, that time of the year, at least so far, has always been pretty brutal in a different way every time. And it's been the case um, as much as healing is also happening. And I've come a long way already. And my relationship with my belated sister has evolved tremendously. And I try to reinvent that anniversary for myself. Um, as much as all of that has happened, it's still a difficult time every year. And it was just a really hard time. And because I couldn't share it with anyone around me locally, I felt very alone. But most importantly, I felt crazy. I felt like I wasn't doing grief right. I felt like I should be done grieving by now. And I felt like my pain was just not justified. Not anymore. Ever heard of gaslighting yourself? Yeah. Once in a while, I get really good at that. So that's essentially what I was doing. So I was telling this friend of mine who is in her 70s that I was struggling with all of that. And the reason why I was telling her in particular is because 40 years ago, she lost her first husband to suicide. And at some point, she was a grief counselor. And she said to me, honey, I love that she calls me honey. She, she said to me, honey, I used to be a grief counselor. And the first thing I want to tell you is that your grief is so young. I took that in. And then she said, and the second thing I want to tell you is that it never goes away. It was such a relief to hear those words. The never goes away part could have had a depressing side to it. But actually, it if grief is not something I have to get past or to get better at, I can just allow myself to feel my feelings, whatever they are, as they arise. Isn't that what we should all be doing? They should teach that in school, too. And the part about my grief being young, when I had judged it as old, made me feel uncrazy. It's not crazy to feel this pain still, or ever. This sadness, sometimes this anger, and often this all-encompassing sense of being lost. It's just part of it. Oof. <laughs> I had to take a breath here. So that's my story for today. Thank you for listening. I hope you got something out of this. If you did, please send this episode to a friend, maybe someone it made you think of. 
Don't forget to subscribe or follow the podcast wherever you're listening. And if you feel like leaving me a comment under this episode, I'd love to hear from you. You can do that at brunesmith.substack.com or click on the link in the show notes. And on that same link, you can subscribe to my weekend newsletter where I send you a summary of the episodes of the week and a little hello. If you choose the paid subscription, you can join our monthly get-together, the creative hour. I'd love to see you there and you can cancel anytime. But it's also free. You can, you know, just subscribe. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. And until next time, let's do things differently.